0: You're about to listen to the audio-only version of my hit series, Debunked. That's right, there is video, but it's only viewable on The Daily Wire. So if you enjoyed this episode, head on over to dailywire.com slash subscribe. Gain access to both seasons plus so much more. Use promo code Debunked for 20% off. You've heard me talk about how important it is to have a VPN to protect your online privacy, but choosing a VPN you trust is just as important. Now, I like to do research on my sponsors. I only recommend brands to my listeners I actually believe in, which is why I can say with full confidence ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market. Bunch of reasons why. Number one, ExpressVPN doesn't log your online activity. Lots of cheaper free VPNs make their money by selling your data to advertisers. ExpressVPN won't do that. They even developed a technology, Trusted Server, that makes their VPN servers incapable of storing any data at all. Number two. They're fast. ExpressVPN uses Lightway, a new VPN protocol they engineered to make user speeds faster than ever. I've tried a lot of VPNs in the past. They sometimes slow my connection, but ExpressVPN is always blazing fast, lets me stream videos in HD quality with no buffering. The last thing that really sets ExpressVPN apart is how easy it is to use. You don't need any technical skills to get it set up. You just fire up the app, you tap one button, you're connected, and even your grandparents could do it. So protect yourself with the VPN I use and trust. Use my link, expressvpn.com slash debunked today. Get an extra three months for free on a one-year package. That's expressvpncom slash debunked. Visit expressvpn.com slash debunked to learn more. Have you ever realized that during the summer, after that long day outside, you always feel and look more tired than you should? The warm weather and long days, they can leave you dehydrated and looking extra tired. I've noticed this in myself. The worst part is that your under eyes should, which is why I use the classic GenuCell for bags and puffiness. Genucel knows your under eyes need a different kind of hydration than the rest of your skin. There's a reason Cell has sold over 1 million products and the original for under eye bags is still their top seller. cell for under eye bags and puffiness has been my wife's favorite since I started talking about Cell years ago when I started on radio. My mom uses it as well. Trust me, it delivers on its promise. Stop looking tired today. Order GenuCell for bags and puffiness and save over 65% off retail. With its immediate effects, results are guaranteed in just 12 hours or your money back. Order the classic GenuCell today with their most popular package. Save over 65% off. GenuCell.com slash Ben. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Ben. Enter my promo code Ben for an extra discount at checkout. Every order includes GenuCell's Dark Spot Corrector plus free shipping. GenuCell.com slash Ben to get started. We need to defund the police We need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department Yes, I support the defund movement We are going to reduce funding in the police department We will be moving funding from the NYPD We are going to reimagine policing in New York City Our call- You've heard people on the left say that the biggest problem in the criminal justice system in America is mass incarceration, that we have sentences that are too long, that we have sentences that are disparate, that too many people are in jail, that the police are cracking down on black and brown Americans and throwing them in jail for no reason at all, devastating inner city communities. In 2020, members of both political parties gravitated toward a catchphrase encapsulating many of these ideas. Criminal justice reform. Criminal justice reform. Criminal justice reform. Criminal justice reform. As Politico noted in April of that year, criminal justice reform is finally having a moment in U.S. politics. Until recent years, candidates usually competed to look tough on crime and paint their opponents as soft. But 2020 is different. 2020 was the year of Black Lives Matter. It was the year of Defund the Police. It was the year of ending the supposed school-to-prison pipeline. It was the year of George Floyd and Ava DuVernay and Kamala Harris. It was also the year that saw the worst increase in murder rate in a century, the biggest since 1905, and maybe in history, rising by nearly a third. The clearance rate on murders went down to just over 50%, so a lot of murderers got away with it. None of this should have been surprising. The basic tenets of criminal justice reform, that we are in an era of mass incarceration, that we must shorten prison sentences and get rid of bail, that the problem of criminality can be solved socially rather than with more cops, are a lie. From 1935 to 1964, the United States enjoyed an unprecedented drop in the crime rate. Then it all collapsed. From 1970 to 1990, Americans were more likely to be victimized in a violent crime than to be injured in a car accident by a long shot. As of 1990, four in 10 Americans said they were afraid to walk alone at night. The war on drugs is focused on crack. The crack epidemic had crippled major metropolitan areas around the country. And then, almost as if a switch had been flipped, crime dropped. 1990 to 2009, homicide, robbery, and burglary in the big city fell an astounding 80%. So what happened? Major metropolitan areas increased their police forces dramatically. Let us roll up our sleeves to roll back this awful tide of violence and reduce crime in our country. We have the tools now. Let us get about the business of using them. From 1994 to 2000, under the crime policy of President Bill Clinton and mirrored on state and local levels, America added 70,000 police officers. Similarly, across the country, authorities began increasing sentencing, instituting mandatory minimums, doing away with parole for multiple time offenders. The crackdown on the crack epidemic meant more arrests. Prison populations soared, but crime declined dramatically. Contrary to popular opinion, the vast majority of arrests increases had nothing to do with drugs. As Barry Latzer writes, between 1990 and 1996, prison commitment ratios rose for violent crime except rape and declined for drug offenses by 25%. Mass incarceration, the left's favorite thing to hate, was responsible for the prevention of tens of thousands of crimes. In New York City, Mayor Rudy Giuliani took over for failed leftist Mayor David Dinkins and promptly implemented James Q. Wilson's broken windows theory, policing of small crimes in order to demonstrate to criminals that larger crimes would not be tolerated. Giuliani and his police commissioner, Bill Bratton, implemented data based policing designed to deploy resources to the highest crime areas. New York turned from a hellhole into a safe city once more. A February 2016 ACLU poll showed 81% of Democrats and 54% of Republicans wanted to release criminals from prison. Here is the reality crime rates increase when you let criminals out of prison. It is indeed that simple. The Bureau of Justice Statistics followed over 400,000 prisoners in 30 states after they were released from prison in 2005. Here is what they found. Within three years, 67.8% were arrested again. Within five years, that number was 76.6%. Well over 80% of property offenders went back to crime, as did 76.9% of drug offenders and 71.3% of violent offenders. Just 16% of state prisoners were convicted for drug offenses. And most of those drug offenses involved distribution. Just 3.6% of state prisoners are in for simple drug possession. Most of those people pled down their original charges from drug trafficking. Go to any police community meeting in Harlem, South Central Los Angeles, or Anacostia in Washington, DC, and you will hear some variant of the following plea. We want the dealers off the corner. You arrest them and they're back the next day. The left constantly claims that the crime problem in inner cities is due to the lack of male figures thanks to mass incarceration. President Obama particularly promoted the notion that America has engaged in some sort of mythical dragnet sweeping up black and brown people into prisons. And the effects of this mass incarceration ripple through families and communities, uh, especially communities of color. Disparities in racial composition of inmates does not mean racism. It generally means disparity in the rates at which members of different racial groups commit crimes. Today, the Black Lives Matter movement has been fully integrated into the Democratic Party apparatus. This is Joe Biden. Black Lives Matter, period. I'm not afraid to say it. But if Black Lives Matter, the best way to save them is to activate more police in high-crime areas. Crime rates declined from 1990 to 2010 because more cops practiced more law enforcement in more high crime areas. In areas that remained high crime, the problem wasn't too many police officers, but too few. Joe Levy of the LA Times says in her book Ghetto Side that a shortage of cops leads to a surplus of death in inner cities, quote, where the criminal justice system fails to respond vigorously to violent injury and death, homicide becomes endemic. At the height of America's violent crime wave, there were more than 50 victims of violent crime per 1,000 Americans. To put that in perspective, over the course of two decades, a majority of Americans would have been victimized by a violent crime. By 2014, however, violent victimization had dropped to below 25 victims of violent crime per 1,000 Americans, sliced virtually in half. Thanks to the tender mercies of politicians like Mayor Bill de Blasio, however, police officers have stopped actively policing in many areas of the country. After the death of Eric Garner, everything was reevaluated. The entire police force was retrained to understand the implicit bias that we all carry with us to ensure it would not interfere with their duty. The result has been rising violent crime in America's most dangerous cities. This is one impact of the so-called Ferguson effect, termed as such by the police chief in St. Louis in November 2014 in the aftermath of the Michael Brown killing. The Ferguson effect is the twin phenomenon of officers backing off of proactive policing and the resulting increase in crime. With the police under political attack across the country and the White House celebrating the racist anti-cop BLM movement, crime rates began to climb. As the Washington Post detailed, the number of murders, rapes, assaults and robberies were all up over the first six months of 2015. Overall, this represented the single largest homicide increase nationally in 25 years. On October 23, 2015, FBI Director James Comey finally acknowledged the obvious. The left's takeover of America's major cities, combined with the federal crackdown on police forces, had led to a skyrocketing crime rate. I spoke to officers privately in one big city precinct who described being surrounded by young people with mobile phones held high, taunting them when they get out of their cars. They said to me, we feel under siege and we don't feel much like getting out of our cars. Let's be clear. Far more people of color are being killed in American cities this year. And it's not the cops doing the killing. Major cities have been turned into crime centers. That's why de Blasio is gone and Eric Adams is the new mayor of New York. I have the back of my police officers. That's why Democrats went from cheering defund the police to cheering fund the police at the last State of the Union address. The answer is not to defund the police, it's to fund the police. The simple fact of the matter is, when you release criminals from prison, they go and commit new crimes. When you stop the police from policing, criminals go and commit many more crimes. When you stand against the ability to enforce the law, law enforcement withers and more crime is committed. Criminal justice reform is predicated on a lie that cops are out to get innocent people and that the only way for society to flourish is to stop the cops. The reality is that the only way for society to flourish is to stop the criminals. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Debunked. If you become a member today, you can stay up to speed on all new episodes and view the entire first season available right now. Go to dailywire.com slash subscribe. Use promo code Debunked for 20% off.